You're listening to the Interns to Pros podcast, where you'll learn from some of the most successful impact players in the media, technology, sports, and entertainment industries. How did they land their awesome jobs? What big lessons have they learned along the way? Get ready to take your career to the next level by getting insider knowledge from some of the best in the business. Here's your host, Mitchell Leach II. Hello and welcome to the Interns to Pros podcast, where we give timely wisdom and elite value on how to go from an intern to a pro. I'm your host, Mitchell Leach II. Today, we have a phenomenal guest on the show, Adina Jones. Adina has over a decade of experience developing successful social editorial strategies and digital activations by creating engaging content for use in social media campaigns. She has had a stellar career thus far at elite places such as Bleacher Report, NBA.com, CBS Sports, Nike, and ESPN, the place where I had the pleasure of working with her. Adina is currently the Director of Content Operations for SoulCycle. I can tell you firsthand, Adina is a true talent and an even better person. Get ready to learn from one of the best in the business. Adina, welcome to the show. I was like, oh, Michelle Obama about to come on. No, That's crazy. Let me talk to her. Stop no. it. Stop it. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. Well, we appreciate you uh, taking time out of your busy schedule to join us. So mm-hmm. let's get this party kicked off with this first question. If you could describe your career journey in one word, what would it be and why? Meandering. Oh, I would say yeah. I use the word meandering because it's up, it's down, it's winding, it's round. I never know what's around the next corner, uh, but it's oh, it's I never know what's around the next corner. I want to say it's always been success, but it hasn't. So, but meandering is a, a thing I would use. Very good word. And I, mm-hmm. I, that's the first time somebody has used that. That is, <laughs> that is a tremendous word. Uh, now, so tell us about your internship or early career experience. Uh, what were the three biggest lessons learned from that chapter of your career? Um, the three. One is hustle. And I, I hope it's some, a word that you guys hear often on this podcast is that um, there's no substitution for hustle. There's no substitution for, as an intern, for staying late, for doing the extra thing, for making the extra phone call, um, for uh, taking on the extra project. There's just no substitution for it. I also learned about the consequences of speaking up at, at times and standing up for what you think is right and for what you think in your career that it's not always going to work out the way you want. Learn that in an internship. And I also learned how to be with myself. You know, I got an internship in Denver, in Nebraska, and I didn't know anybody out there. So sometimes I had to learn how to be with myself. One summer I read 12 books when I worked in Denver, uh, 12 books in about two weeks because um, maybe, no, actually I'll say, I take that back. 12 books in about two months over the course of my internship. And, you know, I wasn't making very much money. So I would read the books really quickly in like three days and then return them to Barnes and Noble <laughs> because they were so expensive. <laughs> uh, because, but I mean, I only had them for three days and I barely creased it. So I would just return it. And they were all like James Patterson books. I loved James Patterson. Nice. Nice. Wow. That, that's impressive. That is mm-hmm. really impressive. Now, I guess, how would you describe the value of an internship or training program? Um, I want to say it's invaluable. It's how valuable it is. No, um, I call internships. They're like 
your internships and your diploma are like driver's licenses. They tell people that you know how to operate in your field and in in your field and in this industry as a professional. Um, it's a it's a thing to get you in the door. Now you could be a bad driver. You could you know uh, have some points on your license and all that stuff, but it is something to get you in the door, and they're they're necessary. What a wonderful illustration. And, and to build off of that point, I guess, once a, once a student has an internship, what are a couple of ways students can maximize that internship opportunity? So I'm not saying I did all of these things, but now looking back, I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I should have done that. I should have done this. Um, one thing I will say is I developed this newsletter once I left my internships and my former jobs, uh, and it was called Keeping Score with Adina. And I basically put all the like mentors and people that I I was kind of close with in my internships, I put them all on a listserv and monthly I would email them about what I was doing in my career. My career and was up and down and meandering at times. So they were still very interested in me. I mean, something as simple as, hey, I turned 21. Like they remember those times and, and how, what being a young person was like. So they like to hear from me. They like to hear, hey, I turned 21. They like to, hey, here, I got my first story on MBA.com. So I had like a list of like 60 people from the MBA, from Nike, anybody I bumped into. And I put them on a list of called Keeping Score with Adina. And actually I stopped doing it once. And they were like, I had people come up to me like, where's my newsletter? <laughs> so uh, they really, liked it. So definitely use uh, use social media and the internet to keep in touch with these people. Um, what, what else can they maximize? Oh, a closed mouth don't get fed. When you're at your internships, don't walk around town, talk about, yeah, I work at ESPN. Like, no, you don't work there. You're an intern. You don't have a job. Like, you <laughs> are looking to get a job, right? So you tell people, I'm an intern. My internship will be up in two months and I'll be looking for full-time employment. That's how I got my job um, at the MBA, at MBA.com. I was an intern at ESPN, the mag, and I was at the rookie uh, symposium handing out my cards, but I was like, hey, yo, my internship up in two months, what's up? Um, of course, I didn't right. say it like that, but people understood and they saw, <laughs> they saw what I needed and you know, circulated my resumes and it got in the hands of someone. So a closed mouth don't get fed. Don't And don't act like you belong at that company. Like, no, they're... You belong there, but there are people who work their asses off to get there. So mm-hmm. understand the graces that you're in um, and, and be humble. Adina, you just gave some amazing insight on how to maximize an internship. Now, as a follow-up, what advice do you have for students hoping to land their first job after school, both through your experience and what you've seen others do successfully? Persistence. I, I think persistence mm. is a good one. There's a difference between persistence and like neediness though. I think there was a professional way to do it. Um, and I, mm-hmm. being on the other end of it, I haven't pinpointed what comes across as too needy and what comes across as, um, just persistent and professional, but trying to find mm-hmm. that balance and also, um, do not reach out to, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I'll just say on my end, the, and I think it's because of social media, the, the random reaching out of picking my brain. Um, once again, a closed mouth don't get fed, right? Do you want to pick my brain or do you want a job? Like, just tell me. Because 
uh, my brain and my education cost me a couple of six figures, right? So I'm not mm-hmm. about to have you just pick my brain. But if you want a job, please send me your resume. Tell me what you do, what you'd like to do, and we can move on from there. And I can tell you if I'm the right person or the, the next person connect you to. I think uh, people are very, very, very busy in our jobs. Sometimes you might be contacting the the lowest person at the totem on the totem pole, but they work at ESPN, so they look like you know, a big deal to you, but they may not be the one to get you in, but just tell them what it is you want, what you need and see if they can make it happen. Good Mm -hmm. stuff. Good stuff. Now describe your current role, a couple of, and a couple of your favorite things about it. Uh, and any lessons learned thus far there. So So my current role at SoulCycle is director of content operations. Uh, it's very, it's it's a bit different than what I normally used to do. I was very left brain, very creative, very like change this lead and make this color blue and this and that. But now I'm a little more right brain, very more, very much more organizationally focused and efficiency focused and systems and planning focused. I know it sounds like, oh, that's a leap. But I think if you look at the career of a writer, and of an editor. We're extremely organized. We're extremely detailed. We're extremely into systems. I mean, the system that it takes to have a video go from, uh, you know, a sit down interview at Super Bowl for it to get on to ESPN social media, like that is a system that, that we, we live and die by as journalists. And mm-hmm. at times we even build them and make them better. So I came to SoulCycle to instill those systems and grow those systems here so that the creatives can flourish. Excellent. Excellent. Now, that's the perfect lead in for my next question. Now, if for the people out there, Dina is one of the most versatile people I know in this business. As you stated before, you've been a writer, you've been a social media manager, a copy editor, a producer, uh, recently the managing deputy editor at Bleacher Report. And of course, now the director of content operations at SoulCycle. Why is versatility so important for people? And how have you been able to add and sharpen so many skill set over the course of, of over the course of your career? Um, I think versatility is important because you know everyone's always talking about oh media is dying and writing is dying. But the fact is that if you look at yourself as just one thing, you will become extinct. If you do one thing, you will become extinct. However, as journalists and as members of the media, we actually always wear 17 different hats. Partially, that's because our companies make us. <laughs> and, um, right, you know, right. the, you, the, you're filling seven jobs as one person. Um, and then also, it's the nature of a creative at times. So if you look at yourself as just a beat reporter, that's all you're ever going to be. And that's all you can ever apply to. But the fact is that you are a master of the English language. And there are people in all walks of life that need masters of English language. There are people who need proposals written. There are social media channels that need to be written. There are marketing decks that need to be written. Um, you are also an idea person. So you can be a producer and, and produce, um, you know, content and sets. So, it's important to look at yourself as many things. And then how have I developed so many skill sets over the course of my career? I think it's being a journalist. It's um, when you're out there, one man banning it, you know, you got to know how to get the sound levels, how to look good on the camera, how to go back and edit your thing on the phone because you're going to post it to social media. So uh, yeah. And when you've been a one man band and a one man show, that's how you gain so many skill sets. And then, I mean, even something as 
simple as like invoicing and finances, like as a freelance journalist, not all freelance, as a contract journalist, I had to handle all my finances um, because I technically was my own entity, my own business. So now here I am handling a, you know, seven figure budget for a company like what? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's, I can attest to that, that, you know, being able to do all of those different things are incredibly important. And I love how you took every skill set from each role and it always um, helps you in your next role as well. So um, now, you know, and I know both know uh, mistakes are inevitable. Uh, however, avoiding them with wisdom is always a smart thing to do. What are the biggest mistakes students and recent grads should uh, avoid making early in their journey, I guess? Thinking that, I, I would say being crude on social media, I really don't dig that. It shows me who you are, who you really are. Um, then also, I mean, all the mistakes that pe- adults that adults make later in their career. Now, did you have any mentors? If so, uh, what was the best piece of advice uh, you received? Uh, that newsletter I talked to you about, um, that was an advice from, I wouldn't call her a mentor, just someone that was in the industry. Mm -hmm. So that was good. Um, uh, Someone told me about information, about contact information. It was, uh, I forget his name. He was an editor at ESPN, the mag, about contact information and how valuable it is in our business. And when someone gives it to you, like cherish it and understand how important it is. Um, But also, understand when you give out contact information for other people, how important it is. Like I'm not going to just be giving Mitchell's phone number out because that's important. And I have it for a reason because Mitchell trusts me. So um, how important contact information. And then one thing J.A. Donde told me once was um, use, be at places to put tools in your toolbox. Like, you know, I didn't go to a company and let their, you know, their, massiveness eat me up and make me believe that this was the best place in the world to be at all times and I couldn't do any better. No, I'm here to gain tools, put them in my toolbox. And if I need to, I will close my toolbox, pick it up and walk out um, to, to the next place to get the best tools. Everywhere I go, I'm all about putting tools in my toolbox. That's brilliant. And just having a growth mm-hmm. mindset and always at upskilling, they call it these days. So that's, that's mm-hmm. tremendous advice. Now, uh, I share with you the love of reading. Uh, do you have mm-hmm. a favorite quote or book that has helped you in your career journey? If so, what is it and uh, how's it? why does it resonate? I hated every minute of training, but I said, don't quit. Suffer now and live the rest of your life as a champion. It's a Muhammad Ali quote, and it basically kind of gets me through the tough times um, that I'm going through this right now so that I can live beyond top later on. Most definitely. Most mm-hmm. definitely. Now, uh, yeah. as we get ready to close the show, do you have a final piece of advice for current students and recent grads hoping to go from interns to pros? It'll happen. It definitely will happen. And when it happens, you're going to be like, damn, why did I ever want to grow up? <laughs> um, cherish the time that you have now. Continue to be true to yourself. That's it. Love it. <laughs> Adina, thanks for blessing us with your time and invaluable wisdom. You have been tremendous. Thank you. Now, before we close the show, I'd love to tell you about a great resource from the Interns to Pros team, the monthly internship insider newsletter. If you or someone you know is a college student hoping to land a great internship in the media, 
tech, sports, or entertainment industry, this is a must to subscribe to. For only $5 a month, you'll get updated internship listings from hundreds of companies across the U.S., Canada, and the U.K. In addition, you'll get the latest industry news you must know as a future pro in your field, insider wisdom from human resource and other successful industry professionals, 50% off admission to all interns to pros events, great monthly giveaways, and much more. So if you want to save countless hours searching for internships and want to be ahead of your steep competition for the role you want, be sure to subscribe to the Internship Insider newsletter at www.internstopros.com forward slash insider. That's interns, the number two, pros.com forward slash insider. Congrats in advance on landing your amazing and game-changing internship. Thank you for listening to the Interns to Pros podcast. We hope you enjoyed the insider wisdom and industry insights. Be sure to subscribe to this show wherever you like to listen. iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, CastBox, and more. Now is the time to maximize your opportunity in today's marketplace, regardless if you're a student, professional, or employer. For more information on how we can help you or your company do so, visit internstopros.com. That's interns, the number two, pros.com. Until next time, never stop learning and do your best to master the art of excellence in every aspect of your journey. Congrats in advance.